when you try me with a mediocre question, that's the result you're going to get. <laughs> uh, starting left fielder. Uh, Ichiro. No! God, please, no! No! There is some potential there. If he would just, I don't know, use his brain. Um, <laughs> because, especially, I mean, come on, man. Jerry DePoto's the GM. Who the hell knows? Looking out my window and this FedEx driver just hit a tree. You are no gentleman. And neither are you. Hey guys, what's going on? And welcome to the Soto Mojo podcast. This is Colby Patnode. I'm joined, as always, by Ty Gonzalez. And Ty, it took us about 20 minutes, but here we are. Ready? Yeah, I mean, um, pretty pretty eventful uh, 20 minutes here. And, uh, yeah, it's not like anything else as eventful has happened in baseball or anything this past <clears throat> right. week. Right? Right. Yeah, you know, yeah. pretty slow week. Yeah. Uh, a lot going on. Yeah. So- we might be struggling for uh, you know thirty minutes here, but uh, yeah, yeah. Base, baseball news is just sparse right now. It is, man. It's I sometimes I wish baseball was like the NBA and there was just the soap opera of it all, and yeah. you know, just off the field beefs and all like all things like that getting exposed. But it's baseball that doesn't happen in our sport. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. It really is. Yeah. Oh. Yes. So, so, I mean, obviously, guys, uh, today we're going to talk probably the entire episode about the uh, the Astros and kind of the uh, the atomic bomb that got dropped on baseball over the last few days. Um, There's a lot of, you know, name calling and finger pointing and, you know, accusations being thrown around left and right. It's it's been a crazy few days, but. Let's let's go. Let's start with the actual punishment that we know about. Um, Houston Astros, of course, they get popped um, for using the uh, the camera in the replay room to steal signs, um, which apparently isn't the only way the only way they were doing it. But um, anyways, uh, so uh, suspensions. In case you guys missed it, AJ Hinch, manager, suspended for a year. Um, Jeff Lunau, general manager, suspended for a year. $5 million fine um, for the Astros and the loss of their first and second round draft picks for each of the next two years. Um, Ty, what did you think of the uh, punishment? Too light? Too heavy? Uh, just right? Uh, um, I mean, in terms of the uh, of the fine, and, and you touched on this on Twitter, is uh, why find just $5 million to a billion dollar corporation? Um, that's nothing to them. And that, uh, they, they should have gone after their bonus bonus pool money because that's so limited in the confines of the rules of major league baseball. Uh, that's what should have happened there. So I don't agree with that part. I think suspending Hench was fine. You know, it, it you know, the, the Manfred report shows that, you know, Hinch was not in favor of the cheating, but he also didn't stop it. And he lied directly to the media multiple times about this. Um, so, you know, I, I've seen some people think that, you know, maybe Hinch should have gotten less or something like that. I think I think it's appropriate for him not stepping up and for the blatant lies. Um you know, uh, Lunau, um, it's fine, you know, and, and now, you know, both are, uh, both have been fired by the organization and who knows what's in store for their future in baseball. Will they get blackballed? Um, I, I would think so, but you know, we'll, we'll see. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, but, um, you know, and then losing the draft picks, I, I think that's solid. I think, you know, with the Astros and what they've been able to do over the last over these last couple of years, they've had to take away from their farm system. And you know, now you you kind of have to wonder after you know, Verlander retires coming up here quickly, and uh, you know, you would assume, and you know, Springer's deal is coming up, and Bregman and all those guys, Correa, 
you know, and if they leave, you know, they're going to have to supplement their roster. And they've, you know, in the past have been able to do that through their farm, but their farm is getting weaker. And this is going to really put a dent in them trying to reconstruct their farm. So I think it's uh, very much a, a, uh, a huge hit to that organization. But if, you know, more of these accusations coming out are true, you got to be looking at even worse punishment, I think. Right. Um, I don't know. Like you said, for me, the $5 million, you might as well have not even given a fine. Um, yeah. I understand that that's like the highest that's allowed, uh, apparently by some baseball constitution, which I've never heard of until um, somebody reported it. Um, <clears throat> but if you really wanted to hurt them, then you should have taken away their July 2nd bo- bonus money for two years. Um allow them not to sign any, you know, international amateur free agents for over, I don't know, a hundred thousand dollar bonuses or whatever. Um, that's where you hurt them because now the Astros just say, okay, well we don't have first and second round picks for the next couple of years. Let's go hit the Latin market hard. Um, we don't have any restrictions there. Let's go spend money there. Um, yeah. like there's no tomorrow. And that's how, we're, that's how we will, uh, replenish the farm system. So <clears throat> it just, it, it felt honestly light um, to me a little bit. I mean, in the acceptable range, I would say, but honestly on the yeah. lighter side, I think they got off pretty easy. Um, all things considered, um, particularly Lunau um, in general, because Lunau's suspension wasn't for a full calendar year. It was right. from what Tuesday or Wednesday until the day after the world series. Well, this off season's basically done for most teams. And I mean, it seems to basically have been done for the Astros. Um, we're a month away from spring training. There's very little general manager, particularly the Astros general manager was going to do in that month. And then he gets to pick up right. What? November 1st, basically. So he doesn't even miss an off season. He misses one trade deadline and that's it. Really? That that's okay. AJ Hinch has to sit out an entire season. Um, can't be involved in any of the team whatsoever. Can't do spring training. Can't sit in the dugout, and he has to serve that for a whole year. I mean, that's that's a manager's job. Um, and Lunau basically gets a vacation where you know he's really working. I don't know three weeks out of the next eight months. Like it just didn't make sense to me. Um, you know, <clears throat> you mentioned the. Uh, the smashing of the monitors for Hinch and how some people thought that should buy him uh, some leniency. Uh, F that, man. F that. You're the manager, all right? Alex Cora works for you. Alex Bregman works for you. Jose Altuve worked for you. You're their boss. If you don't want them to do that, you tell them to stop. You write the lineup, right? You control their playing time. You can go talk to to the owner anytime you want. You had the power to stop it, and you didn't. That's like going to the judge after, you know, you're an accessory to murder and be like, well, officer, I told him to stop, um, but I didn't come forward with the evidence because I didn't feel like it was my place. Like, no, that's no, you're you're guilty. So um, honestly, I felt like the one year was pretty, um, pretty light on Lunau. I thought it was about right for Hinch. Um, whether or not they get blackballed, I doubt it. I just I don't. I, I never want to bet on the uh, the honor of billionaire baseball owners who are desperate to win. Um, you know, it's just it's a shame because uh, I really like AJ Hinch. I think he's one of the three best managers in baseball. Um, we'll see what happens with him, but uh, yeah, he's he doesn't get off easier on my book just because he he smashed a few monitors once or twice. He had all the power to stop that, and he didn't. So. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, like you mentioned, you talked about the, uh, you know, how the Astros are kind of an aging team right now. They've already lost Garrett Cole. They're probably going to lose George Springer, uh, Carlos Correa, probably going to lose him too. So they'll still be good in the coming years. Um, I would still expect them to make the playoffs this year, but we get into July. I mean, they're not going to be able to go at the Zach Greinke type that they did this summer or last summer. They just don't have it in their farm. 
Yeah. They don't have a way of replenishing it outside of the international free agency. So, um, <clears throat> like I said, I still think that would be pretty good this year, but I don't know. Would it shock you if next winter they kind of go in and they have their full-time GM and they're like, maybe it's time to blow this thing up. I That's what I expect. Wow. I, I, I really do. Yeah. Um, so you don't think they try and like hang on for one last ride after well, this year? Well, and especially – you know, when you consider, uh, you know, all these other accusations that are potentially coming out, you know, this affects right. the futures of Jose Altuve and Alex Bregman specifically. Um, Maybe. You know, uh, if, you know, something comes down with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, because you'll look at guys like, you know, George Springer and Carlos Correa who are growing closer and closer towards uh free agency they're gonna want to get the hell out of there as soon as possible yeah and you know the they don't want their entire legacies tarnished especially if you know maybe some of these guys weren't as involved in the cheating as others were you never know so right um i i i think that would probably be the smartest decision that they could make because who knows what the clubhouse is going to be like this year you know they're going to have a new they're going to have a new manager this year they're going to have someone you know making the calls in the front office who probably doesn't have as you know great of a relationship with certain you know with other organizations that maybe Lunau did you know it's going to be hard harder for them to pull off deals they you know they got to try to hold on to what little bit of farm they have left you know, because they're not going to be able to replenish that from the top, except you know internationally. And who's to say that, you know, with their reputation now, that some international players even want to go there? Right, <clears throat> free agents maybe. Um, we'll wait and free, see how. Yeah. yeah, we'll wait and see how all that impacts them. Um, you know, around baseball, but uh, certainly they're um, the black sheep of baseball right now. Um, but you know, it's it's one of those things. This isn't a team that, I mean, they spend a lot of money. They'll they'll go up to the up to the luxury tax, we think. But also, they don't have a lot of money like to spend. Um, right now, they lost Garrett Cole, but Garrett Cole was only making like fifteen million dollars last year. Yeah. I mean, they they're gonna lose Springer. They're probably gonna Grinky's a free agent after this year, I think. Uh, so that'll free up some space, but. They don't ha- have just unlimited funds to go, okay, well, then I guess we'll just go, since we can't draft, I guess we'll just go sign Francisco Lindor or whoever. Like, they can't really do that. So, um, yeah, they're in a tough spot. Um, I Like I said, ultimately for 2020, um, to kind of put this back on the Mariners a little bit, I don't think it affects them at all. Um, they're still going to be bad. The Astros are still going to be good. Um I just I don't see that having much of an effect at all. Um, as for the the timeline that the Mariners have set, just kind of plays right into it. So I mean, it's it's a good fit timeline wise because right around the time these lack of draft picks and the in the players leaving is going to hit, that's right about the time uh, you know Seattle's young prospects are going to be you know young major leaguers. So um, we'll see how all that works out. But uh, yeah, as for the original punishment. Um, I thought it was a little light. Uh, I, I don't really factor in that Lunau and Hinch were fired um, just because, you know, the Astros weren't forced to do that. Um, so it doesn't really, like, factor into my my thoughts on the punishment. But, um, yeah, you know, I and I think mo- for most of us, we were like, okay, well, that's probably, like, most of it, right? I mean, there's, there's going to be a little bit after that, but... Yeah, you know, that, that's probably... They got most of what they were uh, shooting for. Holy cow, were we wrong. <laughs> oh, boy. So, I yeah. Mean, the, let, I mean, can Logan we even Morrison. name everything that happened? Yeah, let's let's yeah. let's start with this. Like, yeah, um, I'm trying to think, like, the order of events that happened, but there's just no way I can do that. So let's, let's start with Logan Morrison. That's the Seattle connection there. Um, yeah. You wrote about Logan Morrison's... Uh, claim uh that he posted on twitter why don't you go ahead and uh let's talk about that what did you think 
So, uh, back in 2014, and as Logan Morrison mentions, when he was with the Mariners, and that was the year that they, uh, you know, finished just one game out of the playoffs, and they went on that five-game losing skid in Houston and Toronto, and Morrison claims that in 2014, when they would go to Minute Maid Park, they would hear banging. Uh, you know, and so you know, as as how these uh, you know reports have claimed that or have shown that the Astros have cheated with banging the the trash can. So, what makes this particularly interesting is that this predates Alex Cora and yep. AJ Hench. That this was in a year which Bo Porter was the manager for two of the three series that the Mariners played against the Astros. And Morrison's, uh, you know, I mentioned this in the in the uh, article that I wrote about it. His post is a little incoherent, to be quite yeah. honest with you. I uh, mean, it's Logan Morrison, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, there's a part where he says, like, Felix should have won the Cy Young or something. And then people have been running with that and saying that, uh, like, in the last series that they played against the Astros that Felix got hit hard because they cheated and all this stuff. Felix didn't even pitch in that series. Felix yeah. only pitched once in Minute Pay Park. It was in May. He got blasted in Toronto, I think. Yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so that that's unrelated. Iwakuma? Yeah, Iwakuma and uh, James possible? Paxton. Is it possible he met Iwakuma? Isn't that the year Iwakuma? Or was Iwakuma... Iwakuma was, it... was pretty good that year, yeah. Was it... What year did he get, like, third in the Cy Young? Was that... 2016 maybe mm. I remember Iwakuma was like a Cy Young contender one year it was 2014 um, okay so yeah, maybe Matt Iwakuma year, yeah because because Kluber won and Felix was really good and some people thought that Felix should have won over Kluber etc right. right um but I think Iwakuma was up there I think he was like fifth or something in Cy Young voting that year we'll have we'd have to look back anyway so Iwakuma was hit hard and uh, basically, the Mariners won the first game of that series. Then Iwakuma was hit hard, and Paxton was hit hard, and they gave up. And the Mariners ended up giving up 22 combined runs in those last two losses to the fifth place Astros. Now, Bo Porter was fired at this point, right. um, so I, I'm not sure who specifically stepped in or whatever. Now, there's someone that found video, yeah, of the matchup against Iwakuma. I've seen it. And there's some faint banging in the background, but that could just be hearing something because you want to hear it. Right. I, I'm not, I, I couldn't fully make it out, is what yeah. I'll say. So take that with a grain of salt, but it really is, it really is interesting, and it makes you wonder, <laughs> you right. know, that, I mean, because of the fact that Hinch wasn't there, Cora wasn't there. Right, but who was running the team at the time? Luno. Jeff Luno. So, yeah, um, yeah you know, that one I, I read, I got a chuckle out of. Um, you know, it's it's Logan Moore. I love Logan Morrison. He's a funny guy. Um, yeah. Do I consider him super credible? No. Honestly, no. Um, and I also, you know it's unfortunate to me that so many Mariners fans have run with that and said, see, we would have made the playoffs in 2014 if the Astros hadn't cheated. I mean, maybe if you can find some better evidence than maybe, maybe not banging it, in a clip. It like, should, it should be noted that the Mariners went 10 and nine against the Astros that year and six and three at Minute Bay park. Yeah. I mean, so I don't know. I, that was interesting. It certainly uh, connected the Mariners to this, um, you know, pretty directly as opposed to just tangentially. So, um, eh, you know, it's just, like I said, I, I don't, I'm not saying that, you know, Lomo is wrong or that he's lying. Uh, I just, I like in, in a court of law type of sense, I couldn't find them guilty based on that. Like it just, Eh, we'll see, but uh, it certainly did uh, did stir things up a little bit even more. Uh, <clears throat> that was kind of, you know, him along with Trevor Bauer kind of started the fire 
Uh. After and so I mean, Bauer wasted no time going after Astros players on Twitter. Um, yep. And Bauer was calling them cheaters way back in what 2018. Yep. Um, started, you know, so he had the receipts. He had the receipts, yeah. and he was bringing them up. And, yep. You know, he he brought up Verlander. He uh, yep. directly got into some Twitter beef with uh, Lance McCullers. Uh, Lance McCullers and Mike Clevenger joined in on that and started. Yep. Going after McCullers as well. It was, um, yeah, and this was kind of happening around the same time that the Lomo thing happened. Right. Just, and that was kind of the craziness, and that's where I thought it would end. <laughs> I mean, I thought, I thought like most things in baseball, it would just be like, okay, well, there's kind of the blow up, and then there's the secondary act, and now it's just kind of, you know, there'll be articles written, and I'm sure some other players will, will claim something, and you're just like, okay, I mean, that's just kind of how it goes, and of course, there will be people who get up on their high horse and, you know, how dare the Astros insult the integrity of baseball. Can I just stop right there and point out how absolutely stupid that is? Major League Baseball doesn't care about the integrity of baseball. I mean, come on, man. They suspend you more if you take high blood pressure medication than if you throw your girlfriend through a sliding glass door. Rolls Chapman fired six bullets in the vicinity of his fiance or whatever he got like a 50 game suspension eric philia got the same for smoking weed like they exploit the minor league system they don't pay those guys anything now they're trying to get rid of them under the guise of giving other minor leaguers like a five percent pay raise because there's one thing we know about billionaires it's that they really have it tight i mean they're just struggling to make it on this uh, on this deal that they have here with baseball, Major League Baseball doesn't care about the sanctity of the game. So get, you know, don't cry me a river with this. Oh, the Astros—they ruin the integrity of the game. Major League Baseball looked the other way in the steroid era for 15 years, and then they decided, oh, people are upset about this. Now we'll act. The same thing with this. They weren't going to do anything until Mike Fires went public and put his name on it. And so until they were forced to do something, Major League Baseball doesn't do anything. They don't care about the integrity of the game. So spare me. Spare me the whole, oh, the Astros, they ruined the integrity of baseball. No, they cheated, and they deserve to be punished. But until Major League Baseball cares about the integrity of Major League Baseball, I just, I I don't want to hear that argument. It just means nothing to me. So yesterday is when things get crazy again. Oh, boy. Yeah. (laughs) I, it all started with uh, Jessica Mendoza's terrific take. About, I mean, yeah, I really like Jessica Mendoza, but uh, she that, lost a lot of points with me yesterday. Yeah, that was stupid. Yeah, she uh, uh, basically, I mean, and that's she called Mike Fires a coward, basically. Um, I just oh, we we skipped an entirely more important point actually. Oh. Jesus Alex Cora. Alex Cora. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fired. Yeah. I mean, just blew right past him. Yep, he was fired. Um, no suspension's been handed out yet on him. Um, I think kind of the rumor right now is two years. So he's kind of been set up as the fall guy in all this. Well, uh, he's kind of the, like, the the report itself kind of makes him out to be the ringleader of the whole operation. And right. So, Which, yeah. I mean... Maybe he was, but also that goes back to the A.J. Hinch thing. He could have easily been stopped, and A.J. Hinch didn't do it. So I I don't – it seems hypocritical to me to give Cora a bigger suspension than Hinch when Hinch knew it was happening and didn't do anything to stop it. So – but, yeah, no, it's – they definitely – Major League Baseball definitely wants to set Cora up as the the mastermind. Well, and it also, you know, potentially the time of the suspension – uh, is bigger than than Hinch's because of the accusations against the Red Sox, right? As well, right? Which Major League Baseball is investigating apparently now. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens with the Red Sox. This thing's not over. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, we we completely skipped over Alex Cora getting fired. This is crazy, man. It really is. But well, and Logan Morrison in his post. Yep. mentioned the Red Sox as a team that he knows firsthand mm-hmm. cheats. He also the, mentioned the Yankees, who yep. he was a part of, uh, whose organization, who, mm-hmm. whose organization he was a part of, 
last year, yep. and the Los Angeles Dodgers. So basically, <clears throat> the MLB's four elite teams. Yeah. Over the 2010s. Of the, yeah. yeah. Of this, probably the last, you know, yeah, the last decade. That they are all guilty of this. They've all been called out. Um, it's just man alive. So let, let's shift back to Mendoza real fast. What yeah. uh, what was the thing in her about her statement that made you um, lose you know the most respect for her? Just the fact that she was like he shouldn't have been open about it. Right. So the, what? <laughs> Yeah, that's, <clears throat> I mean, to me, that's just so stupid. Like, you wanted him to sit on this? For, I don't know, it, no, it's kind of, and it should be mentioned that, you know, Mendoza, she works for the Mets. For the Mets. And because of this, you know, and we'll talk about Carlos Beltran in a second, but this was di- <laughs> directly, a, this was directly going to affect her organization. Yep. So, yeah, she's probably a little bitter that this, information mm-hmm. came out sure but yeah i mean come on this is it's i mean it it almost bordered on like snitches get stitches territory yeah uh, and it's just like grow up like it's a whistleblower he put his name on it it was something he didn't have to do but he knew if he didn't put his name on it it would just get swept under the rug so he comes out and he says you know what I'm going to put my name on it. This is probably not going to go over all that well with a lot of players. Um, but I'm going to do it, and he did it, and he should be commended for that. Um, and, yeah, you know, it's interesting if Jessica Mendoza doesn't work for one of the teams directly, you know, impacted by his, by his bravery or whatever you want to call it, then maybe she has a different take. But, yeah, it was, it was really bad, and that's, like I said, it's, it's too bad because I really like Jessica Mendoza. Um that's the type of person I would have liked to see the Mariners have in their organization in some uh, capacity. And, you know, I'm, I'm not, everybody does stupid things. Um, they say stupid things. They put out stupid things, but yeah, that one, I was just like, like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, it just, it's you, pretty bad. It just makes yourself look so, I, I don't even know what the word is. Ignorant, arrogant. Yeah. I, I don't know what the word is, but yeah. It was pretty bad, but um, all right. So there's Jessica Mendoza. There's Lomo. Um, let's talk about what happened right after or right buzzer, before Buzzergate. No, not yet, not yet. Let's no, talk okay. about let's talk about the Mets. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked okay. about it just briefly there. Um, okay. Mendoza actually sends those that thought out before the Mets make a formal decision, or at least make it public that they made a formal decision, and Carlos Beltran technically steps down um Mm -hmm. but basically it sounds like the mets just didn't want to deal with the headache and so yeah Yeah, there were all these reports the night before on uh so wednesday night there were all these reports about the the mets were unsure about what they were gonna do you know there was a kind of a a split decision amongst the uh higher-ups for the mets you know, on what to do and Thursday roll. Uh, yeah. Thursday rolls around and yeah. Baltron's gone. Yep. Um, he becomes the second manager, um, at least in the modern era to be fired before he's ever managed a game. Um, he, he joins Wally Backman, um, who was hired, I think in 2004, by the Diamondbacks, and then he was fired. I believe there were some domestic abuse allegations that came up. Um, by the way, real quick, if you guys want to know who Wally Backman is, there's a fun little documentary. I think it's still on YouTube. Yeah, It's called yeah. Playing for Peanuts, um, yeah. where Backman manages a uh, semi-pro baseball team. Uh, it's, it's hilarious. Um, it's, I would recommend that. It's Playing for Peanuts. I think it's still on YouTube. I haven't watched it in a while, but it, it, it's, it's good. Um, but so yeah, Beltran's fired, um, or whatever, either way, he's not the manager anymore. So, so far the scan, just the first cheating scandal involving the camera and the, uh, 
in the trash can is claim has claimed three managerial jobs and a GM job. Um, so I mean, and it might not be over. <laughs> it's it's probably not. So I mean, it's just wow. So Beltran's out, Core is out, Hinch is out, Lunau's out as a result of this. Um, yep. And then again, that doesn't even start. Let's let's talk. Let's see if we can get. Let's talk about Buzzergate now. Yeah. Um, who is it? I I can't even remember who is it that comes out with this accusation that. So Harry, it was a person that claimed to be Carlos Beltran's niece. Right. Now the interesting about interesting thing about that is that the Beltran family came out. They said we have no relation to this person. This is not Carlos's niece. And then Gary Sheffield's son, I believe, came yeah. out and said that it was actually a burner account for a player. Player, right. Um, <laughs> yeah, so... Again, this is the greatest story ever. This is like... A, I, I, I don't even know, man. I, I swear, I'm almost to the point where I'm just, like, fatigued by this. And I'm like, can we just, can we just not, like... But no, yeah, so she claims that the Astros are using electronic... Um, I, I don't know what you want, buzz pads or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, and they would send electrical currents through the pad to tell the player what pitches was coming. Um, and then, of course, there's a video of Jose Altuve hitting a walk-off home run against Aroldis Chapman. And as he's coming home, he's clutching his jersey and telling them not to rip it off of him. Um, I mean, and you know, some people are using that as like, see, obviously that's because well, I'm just like, well, his excuse is a little weird. It, it is, but I mean, at the same time, I'm just like, like, really, that somebody, some account with six followers says they were doing it, and you find a video of him like, hey, don't rip off my jersey, and you're like, oh, obviously guilt right there, boom, and you're just like, I'm just like, what? Like, yeah. can we investigate this or no? We're just gonna watch one video and be like, oh, there it is. And then what? Boy, howdy of seven ten ESPN tweets a picture of Altuve with a little crease in his jersey, and he's like, "Is that is that the device is that how they cheated?" And that blows up, and I'm just sitting there like, "Have you have you seen all the memes that have come from that? It's just no. people circling creases of like Babe Ruth's yeah. jersey, yeah. <laughs> like... you know." And it's just like, it's like Jesus Christ, people, can we like calm down a little bit here? Yeah. I mean, look, if, if they did that and. I assume Major League Baseball also investigated that. Um, it doesn't make sense to do two separate investigations of the same franchise for cheating. Um, but if they didn't, they're going to have to do another investigation of the Astros into that. And if they can prove that, then, um, I mean, the Astros could be in a world of hurt here. Uh, I mean, like, first of all, Jose Altuve, Alex Bredman should be banned. Suspended. Yeah, I mean, well, banned for like a year. Whatever it is, suspended for you know a couple years. Yeah, it's got to be. That's got to be a huge punishment. The organization itself is at fault as well. Honestly, you know what I would do? Um, Like, let's say they they investigate this and they say, "Oh wow, we we have proof that they were doing this as well." Um, Honestly, first of all, I would. You know, you take away more draft picks, like another two years. Um, I would again what they should have done the first time. I'm taking away international bonus pool money. You can't sign anybody who requires a bonus of over thirty thousand dollars. Figure that out, and then honestly, I'm imposing uh, payroll sanctions. Yeah. Like whatever is here's the deal. You can spend. 120 million dollars but for every million dollars after that you spend we're taxing it double so and it all counts towards the luxury tax which will cost you more draft picks i mean you gotta you gotta nip it in the bud somewhere and it's like yeah i mean clearly the punishment aren't enough the players didn't get punished for the first thing they i mean how else do you get them to talk i guess but it's like i don't know man and we still have all, all I all I gotta say is Lastro's gonna Lastro's. <laughs> I mean, and what's crazy is we still haven't even gotten to to David Brocious, whose father Scott was the Mariners' third base coach <laughs> in twenty seven. <2017. laughs> 
I mean, his yeah. his post is just this something is else. The, this is the craziest thing. <laughs> I, mean, I love I, that this is all happening to like teams in our in the, in the division. division too. <laughs> like. If this it's is the great. first time the Mariners could actually sit back and be like, well, we're just going to watch this and not be involved. Yeah. Like, hmm. You know, I, I was I was talking to my wife about this and I was telling her about, you know, how, um, you know, there there have been rumors that there's up to eight teams that have cheated, you know, that have used like video or what have you. And, you know, it's their own garbage can thing. Right. Uh, and I was telling her, I was like, you know what would be the most Mariners thing ever? Is if they were one of those teams and they still won only like 68 games. <laughs> right. That's the thing, man, is that like, for me, I'm like trying, like, because here's the deal. I think every team cheats to some degree. Uh-huh. Uh, does every team do it as often and to the um, extent? Yeah, yeah that, the, that the Astros did? No, I don't believe that, but I believe every team is cheated somehow some way um so that's why i'm not going to sit here and pretend the mariners are some perfect organization uh by any stretch um but still it is it's you know you start looking at the astros and then it's it's like i'm I'm, i don't want to be that guy who's like because you know i don't know like part of me feels bad for astros fans um and of course and there's the Astros fans that snap you right back to reality. They're like, oh, well, clearly this didn't matter because X, Y, and Z. And it's like, dude, can you just admit that you guys cheated? You got caught? They're not going to take your World Series away from you. So what does it matter? Yeah. I, I just, but anyways, let's. And then, all right, so here's uh, David Brocious's, uh Instagram post, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is what it was? He says, my dad was the third base coach for the Mariners in 2017. The Mariners knew they were cheating, the Astros. Every team did. Major League Baseball did. You know exactly how they were doing it in 2017. Uh, Major League Baseball just wasn't going to do anything about it until the public found out. My dad, found, uh, my dad would give fake signs at third, acting like he knew what the Astros pitchers were going to throw. And Cora and Hinch would scream at him, calling it Bush League. Weird how that works. Um, so, okay. Um, so that, I mean, that's, yeah, okay. Not, not a huge deal. Like secondhand account from a player who faced the Astros 19 times or a, a coach who, uh, faced the Astros 19 times. I mean, okay. I mean, and then, you know, the, the line about Cora and Hinch screaming that it was Bush league and all that. That's, that's funny. Um, and then the second one, <laughs> this is the one that kind of blew up. Um, if you want to read something better, Mike Trout takes HGH from the thyroid <laughs> condition. It's a loophole he found, and Major League Baseball doesn't make it public because they don't want fans knowing their best players on HGH. But people Christ. within know. I. So now all of a sudden, Mike Trout out of nowhere is being thrown in as a, you yeah, know, as a dirty player. Yeah, literally the Michael Jordan of baseball. <laughs> Yeah, he just like out of nowhere. It's like okay, it's the Astros, it's the Red Sox, maybe it's the Dodgers and the Yankees. There's a few players throwing shade. And then this guy just comes out of nowhere from the top rope and drops. Mike Trout is on HGH. Baseball knows they just don't want to tell you. Oh it's my like God. holy cow! Like what? What is happening? Like yeah. I, uh, I just I don't know honestly. I just I'm to the point now where I'm like. Can I watch a different TV show for a little while, please? I I don't know if Max Trout's on HGH. I I really don't care all that much, to be honest. It'd be funny as hell. <laughs> it would be, but it's just... I mean, it's like... Uh, can we just... Can baseball please get here so we can talk about games? You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm uh, okay with this. Man, let, let something happen to the A's now or, or the Rangers. That'd be great. No. <laughs> just, I'm, I'm just. I mean, like, how how can it get it? How can it get worse for us? So, you're like, that. You're that gif of the guy who is uh, eating the popcorn with his leg crossed, watching TV. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this is this is awesome. Meanwhile, yeah. I'm every time op- I'm opening Twitter, I'm that gif of the guy walking into a house that's literally on fire with pizzas in his hand, going, "What the <laughs> hell happened here? 
like, all right, let's get this party started. What is that? Like, yeah. it's just insane, man. It, it's so insane. It, somehow the Mariners are, you know, connected in a few different angles, but so far none as a cheater, um, so to speak. So it's just like. Well, I mean, if, if the Mariners were cheating, they weren't doing a very good job. No, they sucked at it. <laughs> so... I mean, it's just like. Yeah. I don't I don't know. By the way, we didn't even mention somebody I think it was the the Carlos Beltran niece account or whatever claimed uh-huh. Labor Torres is doing the same thing. He's got like a patch on his leg that buzzes him. <laughs> and it's like so I mean holy cow. So basically Jose Altuve, Alex Bregman, Glaber Torres, and for some reason Mike Trout yep. are being talked about as cheaters yesterday, and you're just like <laughs> That's not even like that's barely scratching the surface. And you're sitting there. Oh my! Like, <laughs> thankfully, I mean, there hasn't been anything that's dropped today as of yet that I know of. Uh-huh. Um, but man, alive is this thing! It feels like every ten minutes there's a new player being thrown under the bus. Cody Bellinger is coming out saying, you know, that the players involved in this should be severely punished and there's a bunch of players on his side i i think um i can't remember who it was madison Bumgarner, maybe he came out and said the same thing and it's just i don't know man it's it's just well, crazy to me. things are lining up perfectly for the 2021 mariners <laughs> i mean Maybe if they weren't so cheap, as I was told last night. But uh, Mike Trout, gone. Alex Bregman, <laughs> gone. Jose yeah, Altuve, gone. Yeah, those things actually happen. Uh, then sure, the Mariners should go out and do whatever they can to win. But yeah. uh, I mean, I, don't know, I guess it's nice to have drama and have a front row seat to the drama, but also not necessarily be involved in it. Um, well, shoot. I mean, the Mariners have been name-dropped twice in these, in these leaks. But not as cheaters. So but Not as cheaters, just as the victims. <laughs> the victims, sure. Um, yeah. uh, I honestly, man, I just... I, I am so ready for baseball to be back on my TV. I just... I, I don't like the, like the soap opera drama of everything. That's just, that's just not who I am. You know, I just... I, I don't like the NBA mainly for that reason that it's just all this drama and at the end of the day you know exactly how it's going to play out and i feel like we know how this is going to play out so it just i don't know man you get back to baseball please but at the same time also i kind of love it so you know maybe maybe a few more like every once in a while like you know whatever you want josh reddick in the gold confetti on his chest that everyone's like See that that's a buzzer, and it's like that's literally a piece of confetti. I just, uh, I, uh, man, honestly, no, I not Colby. It's it's a buzzer. It's definitely a buzzer. Wink, 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 wink. It's it's the gold buzzer. Yeah. Which I mean, of course, he wouldn't take off before he went out to talk to the media. He's flaunting it right in our faces. I just, I mean. If I see one more low, low, low resolution picture of a blip in a guy's uniform, like, oh my god, look, he's clearly cheating. I'm gonna, I'm gonna flip a table. I swear to, it's like, can we not? Can I just uniforms get crank? Like, <laughs> show me actual proof, and I'll yeah. and I'll listen to it. Just, dude, oh. buzzer gate is amazing. This is. This has been the most fun off season ever. <laughs> the Mariners, this is the one that the Mariners haven't done anything in. I mean, honestly, I would prefer that it would be fun because the Mariners were making a crap ton of moves. But uh, yeah. this is this is uh, yeah, next it, year. I mean, if, if you told me the Mariners were going to do what they've done so far, um, but it was still going to be a fun off season, but you didn't tell me why. I, you know, I'd probably be like, okay, that's interesting. Um, but yeah, you know, um, it's, by the way, the big news today is that the Cubs are apparently considering uh, Jacoby Ellsbury, 
Um, that, I'm not quite sure what their plan is, but the tweet came from John Heyman, so he probably knows. Um, you know, because he's an expert in plans. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, it just... I, I, I don't really know how to wrap this up, but you got to get going. So, um, I guess I would just say that the Astros are dirty cheaters. They got off light. We'll see what happens with Buzzergate. Um, and if the Astros have to take another hit like they did for Trash Can Gate or whatever you want to call it, uh, then they're they're in serious trouble. But uh, ban, a, ban them all. Get Trout out of here. Oh, Altuve, Bregman, out of here. Jesus Anyways. <laughs> it's a new decade. So next week when we talk to you guys, hopefully we'll be talking Mariners uh, 2020 baseball and not uh, – Hey, no, not Evan White rated second best first base prospect in baseball by Pipeline. That's sure, something. sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, baseball America has Julio jo- or Julio Jones. <laughs> Julio Rodriguez ahead of Jared Kelenic uh, in the prospect ranks and has Evan White ahead of Logan Gilbert. Uh, yeah, that, that was kind of my reaction. Like, like, Wait, where I do mean, they have them overall? Uh, they haven't released their overall yet. Um, okay. It sounds like the Mariners have; they're basically a lock to get five players on the on Baseball America's top 100, and Noelvi Marte is close. So we'll see if they get the sixth, um, the sixth guy on there. But yeah, I thought it was. Uh, I saw Julio at one, and I was like. Are we sure this isn't just a reaction to like that crazy stretch he had at Modesto? Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. We've been saying for how many months that it's really one, uh, like one A, one B. Like, yeah. you put them in any order you want. Um, but yeah, this is just kind of the first publication that, or credible. I don't want to say credible, but the first like major publication that said Julio's better than Jared. And so that, I mean automatically that was like whoa okay um yeah it's getting spicy out here <laughs> but uh yeah you know at the end of the day both of them are in your organization so who doesn't why does it matter um, i'm interested to hear like once all these um rankings come out and everything right? uh, where people ultimately view the mariner system in terms of overall rankings i mean I would think it'd be somewhere around 10. Uh, yeah, I think it's a little bit higher. From... Uh, I mean, here's the deal. It's last year, I think most people had around 12 to 14. Um, and obviously, you know, Julio, It's there's a good chance Julio and Kelnick are both top 15 prospects. And there's not going to be a lot of teams that can boast two top 15 prospects. I think it's a little light in the back end. Um, but again, you know, the Mariners have the number six overall pick this year. Yep. They have four picks in the top 100. And that pick, that pick that they, uh, just keeps are, going up. Yeah. It keeps going up because, uh, Astros, Astros lost. Yep. yep. Uh, I think it's at 65 right now. Well, um, I think like, uh, their other pick goes up too. Well, all of their picks behind that except one. Except for the first one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean they're, you know, forty whatever and sixty five and number six. I mean it's they're going to add a lot of talent. So I think you know this time next year they'll probably be top five depending on graduations and things like that. But I know like Bleacher Report had him top five. Don't trust Bleacher Report. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying Bleacher Report is bad or anything, but no, no, I, like it's fine and that's their opinion. And I'm not saying they're like completely far yeah. off but also it's like i mean how who, who did they have as number one i i don't know I, I i never read the bleacher report ranks because i just like i don't like who's putting this together you know i right. like i'm I, we could never do mlb ranks because we are in no way qualified to like we could give rough ideas you know like i don't know All right. if, if you had to say right now who who has the best farm system Tampa Bay. Atlanta. I have a hot. I have a hot take. Uh, uh, who Chicago. I think. Who I think it is. 
Uh, who do you think it is? Well, it's more just I really like their farm system the most. Right. It's not really like I, I don't necessarily think it's the best. It's just like I really like this farm system. Arizona. Yeah, I mean, Arizona's crazy deep right now. Yeah. Um, they had like, what, eight first-round picks last year somehow. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it was crazy that they, they were able to do that so quickly. Um, yeah, you know, I, I still... I think San Diego system's a little overrated. Um, yeah, I agree. Tampa's is really deep. Uh, maybe the White Sox have the best. Uh, that one through ten is really good, and their one through four is one of the uh, the better ones in baseball. Um, yeah, you know Arizona's definitely got a lot of a lot of talent now. Um, yeah, so you know I, I think I would probably say Atlanta's certainly taking a hit. Houston's taking a big hit. Um, we're starting to kind of see these things, you know, recycle themselves. So I, I, uh, I, I still like, I still like Tampa system quite a bit. So, um, I'd probably say Tampa Bay, but, um, I don't know. It just, I'm perfectly happy with where the Mariners sit right now. Um, yeah. this is probably something we'll talk about in detail, uh, next week. I, I think top 100s will come out. Um, Fangraphs does a top 151. Um, so obviously when those rankings come out, we'll discuss them. Um, but also... Well, doesn't it doesn't it change every year? Because it's just uh, whoever gets a 45 and above grade. I think it's 50 makes... and above. Is it 50? Yeah. I think so. Because 50 is like an everyday right. player. So, yeah, well, whatever it is. And last year the Mariners had seven or eight. Like, Shed Long was the last guy to make the list. Yeah. Shed, yeah, Shed was, like, literally the last guy that made Yeah, he the was, list. like, 151 yeah. or 150, whatever it was. So, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll also be doing our uh, our own uh, updated ranks for the site. Um, not a lot of movement, not as much as we thought, because Jerry hasn't really traded anybody except for Narvaez away. So, I mean, uh, obviously there'll be movement just as we learn more about players um since we did oh, this yeah, Josh last... Donaldson went to the twins amongst all this chaos oh yeah 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 yep cool. see I mean it's just crazy man and that, that's a huge deal because yeah, that twins, is a huge deal the twins are really good at least on paper and Shoot, we're just they, like, might, they might be the second best team in the AL right now yeah and the Yankees or the Astros the Yankees number one yeah for sure but twins I'd say maybe number two now. I think like you got to factor in all that's going on with the Astros when you talk about like obviously the talent is there, but you know, I mean yeah, they, they lost. If there's, Cole. Pro- if there's problems in the clubhouse, and yeah, they lost Cole. I don't know, you know, and they're gonna yeah. have a new manager, and you know, obviously man- managers don't swing things all the time. But also, I think like the Astros aren't really set up to make a whole lot of noise at the deadline and stuff to, no. to improve. You know, the right. Twins. I mean- Twins have a pretty solid farm. Yep, they do. Uh, um, you know, I, yeah. I don't know how, how tapped out they are financially. The Twins are not traditionally big spenders. Um, I don't think that they're, you know, they don't have anything left. Uh, I, I do have concern about the pitching staff. They basically went status quo. I mean, they brought back Pineda. Oda Rizzi accepted his tenure. They lost Kyle Gibson. Um, I, think they need a, I think they need a starting pitcher and a pretty good one. Um, to really be World Series contenders, but I can't imagine anybody else winning the American League West or the AL Central. Um, Cleveland's gotten worse. Uh, Chicago's gotten better, but I still think they're a year or two away. Um, yeah, I mean, watch what happens when they trade for Trevor Bauer in July. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, Minnesota's really good. I mean, anytime you can stack you know, Cruz and Donaldson and uh, Sano and uh, Kepler in that lineup. I mean. So what's your, what's your top three AL teams? Um, probably the Yankees at one. Yep. Uh, I mean, almost has to be with Garrett Cole into the yep. mix. Um, I'd probably still put Houston at two. Uh, you know, barring, we'll see what happens here. Um, it's it's just they're such a wild card because we don't know which way they're going to go. Either they'll rally behind this or, you know, this will be divisive in the clubhouse and this will drag on. And I still think they win the AL West 
uh, or that at least, you know, good. Um, yeah, Minnesota might be three. Uh, Oakland, I don't want to forget about Oakland. Oakland's really good. Yeah. Um, and they're Texas getting Sean, is really good, too. Yeah, they're getting, uh, Oakland's getting Sean Manaya back, uh, who's kind of their de facto one. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, I think I, the Red Sox. Uh, I mean, you can't forget about Tampa. Yeah, Tampa's really good, too. You know what? I, like I was, right, right now, my top three would be New York, Minnesota, Tampa. I think I'd probably go New York, Houston, Tampa. Hmm. But, I mean, Minnesota's certainly in the mix. And, again, I don't want to forget about Oakland. And Texas has improved a lot. Um, I mean, if they, if Texas goes, get goes and gets Nolan Arenado or Chris Bryant, we can have, we can have them in the discussion as well. Um, yeah. but yeah, they're, they're, they're quite good too. So, well, they, they just got the Todd probably though. <laughs> I mean, you know what they say? If you can't get Chris Bryant or Nolan Arenado, the next best thing is Todd Frazier. Yep. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, he's just as good as, as Josh Donaldson. Oh, um, yep. so he won a home run derby. That means he's elite. Yeah. Hashtag, sure. hashtag elite. Did he win the home run derby? <laughs> I now I'm no starting idea. to doubt myself. <laughs> I, I do not I do not watch the home run derby unless a mariner is in it. Yeah, just... neither neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mr. Closeted Home Run Derby. <laughs> like we get it. You can watch it, it's fine. I, I watched look look, I I like it when the Mariners are in it. Vogie should have been in it. He should have, man. He got he robbed. Won. Yeah. He would have won, um, but yeah. You think so, he would have beat Pete Alonso? <laughs> I mean, probably not, but yeah, you, know, you never know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean they put Vlad Guerrero Jr. in it, who had like eight home runs. So I mean, yeah, that's true. I mean, he almost won the damn thing, but he should have won it. But still, I mean, whatever. I just, it's kind of like the dunk contest to me, man. Until Mike Trout and. Yeah. Until those guys are in it, or I have like a like if Vogie was in, I would have tuned in as long as Vogelback was alive. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's to me, it's like the dunk contest. It's like without the stars. What you mean? You don't want to see Dwight Howard dunk a basketball in twenty twenty? No, I I cannot tell you no. No, I. I that's not. what's happening next month. <laughs> oh joy! I mean, old old ass Dwight Howard's gonna come up. God forbid LeBron James ever do one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just. Or uh, Zion, you know. Yeah, you know, definitely Zion. I mean, Zion hasn't even appeared in a game yet, I don't think. And it's still like, okay, well, you go out there and you win the dunk contest for us, big guy. Um, Future Seattle Supersonic Zion Williamson, I will point out. Just got to wait till the team moves up here. Spicy take. Spicy take. Are we going to get our NHL team name? Like yes, soon? pretty soon. Yeah. Um, I think they said they said first quarter of 2020, so that's sometime in the uh, next two months. Pre- prepare to be disappointed, Colby. I think it's going to be Sockeyes. I am. I have accepted that it's going to be Sockeyes. <laughs> I hate that name a lot, but I'm willing to accept it because it's it's still it's an NHL team. I'm excited to learn about the game. I'll probably still have gear. I just think it's extremely stupid. It's, it's so is that favorite. actually the color scheme? Like all that stuff that's on their the promotional salmon? meeting? Yeah, like the salmon and the teal or whatever. I thought it was going to be more of a black and red. Like, Yeah, that's what I heard too. But then like all their stuff has been that salmon and teal. We'll see. I mean, I just, I don't know, man. I, I have a hard time. It's it's hockey and you're going to wear salmon, teal, and be named after a fish. <laughs> like... <laughs> How many, I, how many games did they play in the NHL? Uh, 80, I think. 80? All right. It's a solid 36-win team. Look <laughs> right there. I mean, yeah, it's just... I don't know, man. It's just... the You're going to be called the Sockeyes, and you're going to play on ice? Really? I, you're a fish. You're, your team name is a fish, and you're going to play on ice. Also, okay. like... All right. You know, in Detroit, like, don't they, like, throw, like, octopus or fish or something? Or I think one team actually does, like, throw real fish out onto the ice. I have no idea. Like, I, we, can't, we can't do that. We can't scale that idea. So what are we going to do? What's our thing going to be? I don't, Politely saying sorry to the 
opposing team after you we're score not, a goal on them. We're not Canadian. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's Seattle. Half, half of our half of our roster will be though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, vast majority of it, I'm sure. But yeah, yeah. no. It's, I mean, just just do the Metropolitans or whatever. Kick it back to the the original you, Seattle. You, you can't do that. There's the Metropolitan Division. What? Yeah, there's a Metropolitan Division in the NHL. Uh, so that's why they can't do that. Yeah. All right, fine. We're the Mets. Huh. <laughs> the Mets. I'm good. I, I don't. I don't ever want to be a Mets fan. <laughs> I never want to have to say I root for the Mets. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. I I know a lot of people. <laughs> will, will the Wolpons come over and ruin us too? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I just, you know, man, I. I don't like the idea of like a fish. Like if you're going to do some aquatic theme, do something mythological or do something like Kraken. I, I like Kraken and I understand why people don't like, I totally understand their argument, but those are also the same people who really love the name Sockeyes. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, but your slogan could be, let's get it Kraken. <laughs> <laughs> Release the Kraken, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I'm a big fan also of, um, like a Sasquatch type of team Uh, because that is, I mean, the Sasquatch is like that myth is indigenous myth. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry if you're listening, buddy. Um, But I mean, because we all know Sasquatch is real. Right. That idea was born in the Northwest. That's a Northwest thing. And I, you know, I think it speaks to the quirkiness of the Northwest and how people here are kind of, you know, they're different than they are in other parts of the country. Um, I, I like the quirkiness issue of it. I like the, the fun you could have with the mascot and, you know, the gear and all that Just stuff. Just bring back Squatch. Yeah, man. That's, I mean, go Squatch, go. So it's yeah. like Bigfoot or even the Yeti or whatever you want to call it. Like, I don't care. I just, I don't know, man. Sockeye, salmon, whatever. Like, it just, ugh. Just, can, can you not be named after a fish? <laughs> like, not even a cool fish either. Just uh, whatever it, it is. Like I said, it is what it is. It's not going to prevent me from rooting for the team. It'll just be beyond stupid and they will be the laughing stock of the league um, name wise for years. So we'll see what happens. Um, God, I'd rather be the Seattle sleep than the uh, Seattle sockeye, but it is a little bit. My favorite thing about the sockeye people is that they always play like no, because you see, it's like it's like a fighting term. Like you punch them in the eye, like you sock them in the eye, and it's like, how stupid are you? <laughs> like you sound like a seven-year-old naming a soccer team. It'll be funny because they won't get it that what we really mean is we're gonna punch them. <laughs> uh, okay, Johnny, go get your orange slice and your Teddy Grahams and shut up. Teddy Grahams. Let the smart people name the team. I mean, whatever. We'll see what happens there. But anyways, shoot, man, you should have got season tickets. You could have helped name the team. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I, said, I, I don't care that much. It, it might sound like I do, but like I said, it, the team's name, the Sockeyes, my reaction will be, well, that's stupid. Now time to learn about hockey. Like, okay. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. But um, anyways, I think uh, that'll wrap up this episode. Uh, we are going to be doing our own uh, prospect ranks, guys, uh, like I mentioned earlier. Um, probably sometime at the end of this month, early next month, um, just in case Jerry has maybe a, a late trade of Mitch Hanniger or somebody like that, uh, you know, go down. But we'll get to that. I, I don't know if it'll be a top 40 or top 50 or top 30 or what have you, but uh, it'll be deep. It'll be comprehensive. So we'll get that to you. Um, here in the next few weeks. Um, Ty, anything you want to add? Um, no, then that's it. We're good. All right. Well, uh, thank you guys so much for listening to the Soto Mojo podcast. Uh, next week, we'll be back to talking Mariners, uh, hopefully. Um, or, you know, if more of this stuff comes out, that's fine too. But uh, anyway, so next week, uh, we'll be back to talking Mariners. And make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any episodes of the podcast. Uh, make sure you go to sotomojo.com, uh, you know, to catch up on Mariners rumors, news, uh, last couple of days, Astros news, really. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's been interesting couple of days, but, uh, if you guys don't want to miss any of our opinions and, um, speculation and analysis, 
Uh, Sotomojo.com is where we put that all out. Uh, subscribe to the podcast um, so you don't miss any new episodes. Follow us on Twitter at SotomojoFS. Um, that's usually where you get our quick and dirty reaction to things. Um, it's also quick the best way to. You only have 280 characters, man. You gotta, you guys, you gotta be selective. Yeah, no, I hear it. <laughs> but there's no such like I've never used the term. That's a well-planned tweet. I just tweet. So <laughs> there, there, there is no planning of our Twitter account. It's just here it is. Um, but again, that's at SotomojoFS. Um, we're on Facebook, but if you guys want to talk, interact with us, if you guys want to send us questions, uh, we answer as many as we possibly can. You can do that at Twitter. That's the best way to do it. So um, I think unless Ty has anything he wants to add, that's that's the sign-off right there. Yeah. Ty, last I, no, I think that's going to be it. Um, shoot, man. It's, it's been a week. <laughs> it was fun recapping it. It's the, I can't wait for the uh, I can't wait for the Netflix documentary. It is going to be. Hopefully, it is just as good as the Aaron Hernandez one. So, yeah, yeah, I've been watching that. Shoof. Yeah, that's that's something else. Maybe next time we'll talk about that. Yeah. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. Subscribe. Visit sotomojo.com. Follow us on Twitter at sotomojofs. Like us on Facebook, and I will see you in another life. Peace out. Peace.